what's up, husbands and wives and, and future back. husbands and wives? Back. Can't leave back. them out. Yeah. Another episode of oh. Power Court. Oh. So <laughs> right. This is Power Court Podcast in the morning with well, it might be a night time. <laughs> might be an afternoon. But we're recognizing Speak Life. Yeah. So I'll say a lot of people may not know, but this is a mission of ours also to speak life. And we're going to be talking about having a speak life marriage. A speak life marriage. The power of a speak life marriage. We talk about the power cord. And the mm-hmm, power cord mm-hmm. in the marriage is when Jesus Christ is the center right and he is followed and he is allowed to lead the marriage right and so in that the power of speaking life is very important very vital Mm -hmm. to your marriage it's actually the lifeline right uh, to your marriage so we're going to deal with the power of speaking life that's right your marriage what you hear behind me is actually the speak life theme song that's it right and listen i want you to make sure that speaking life is the stratum of your success that's marriage. it that's it so this this episode right here guys is super super cool like you said it's speak life marriage and some of the listeners or viewers might be like what in the world is that what does that mean when you put it all together so it's literally let's break this down speak life marriage what does that mean it means to speak life literally use your mouth to speak life words affirmations hopeful words and all those things into your marriage and not death words. What do you mean death words? Death words are what you can't do, what you're not, what you're not going to be, all of the ain'ts and the can'ts and all of that stuff. And so when you speak a lot of that in marriage, Mm -hmm. eventually, no, I mean, not even a plant can survive with negativity, right? And so imagine your spouse, husband or wife, vice versa, you know? And so imagine somebody just hearing a bunch of what they're not doing. And especially when they're trying. Well, whether they're trying or not, like imagine that. So speaking life in your marriage is more of a positivity, if you will, about what I want you to be, what I want us to be, what you are and what you can do. And so this is super cool because when we're talking about having a speak life marriage, we understand that marriages go through, you know, a little little rough patches and you might say some things sometimes and you're like I ain't mean it it was in the heat of argument or I was mad but the bible we talk about the power core of marriage and standing on the word of God the bible even warns us it tells us we can't speak good and bad from the same mouth okay so that don't mean I can't tell you certain things that I might need to express but it means like you know how in the heat of the argument you might be like you'll never and I'd be like, you know, never is a strong yeah. word. Yeah. You can't be like, yeah. never. You don't never. You always. And you, you're like, wait a minute now. And so it's that 80-20 that we heard about before. Yeah. It's like, I'm 80% of everything that you need. And that 20% turns into never right. and always. So speak, right. life, marriage. We're going to be in here diving into just a little bit yeah. of what that looks like and what we need to do in our marriage, right? Yeah, and we talk a lot. In our marriage, and even at the end, you always hear us. We always hear and close out by saying, "We speak life into your marriage, speak life to your marriage, and speak life over your marriage." Mm-hmm. So we always say that uh, because we believe in everything we're doing right now. Right, this is an actual opportunity where we're using our words. Mm-hmm. You're listening to us right 
right now. Right. Which and or watching us, but you're listening to us, which could also mean that you value yeah. the power of words. That's good. What we're doing is we're actually speaking life. Why? Word of God says it. The word of God says, My words are spirit and they are life. The mm-hmm. word of God is spirit and their life. So whatever comes out of Jesus' mouth is life. Mm-hmm. And so if we are his representatives, don't forget now, power cord. We talk about Christ in this at this oh, point yeah. podcast. Like with Christ. <laughs> defines the marriage like it marriage done god's way is the only way to do marriage it's, it's the only way i mean. hear that marriage <laughs> god's way is the only way it's the only to way. do marriage because it's his idea mm-hmm. like i can't go into your if you created something you invented something like there like there's a stair master that's invented mm-hmm. you know a lot of people or let's talk about a treadmill mm-hmm. now, i can't go to the treadmill designer and try to tell him right right how it was supposed to go. This is what you should have done. Yeah, it's his idea. <laughs> if I want a, another type of treadmill, then I create one myself. Mm-hmm. And so that's what a lot of people are doing. They're trying to create other versions of marriage. Mm. See, marriage, marriage can't be duplicated. Come right? on. The marriage that's good. template can't be duplicated. Mm-hmm. It is in the word of God. It was designed by God. It belongs to him. Mm-hmm. All we can do is fulfill his plan. And the closer you are to filling his plan for marriage, the better you will be, the more successful marriage you'll have. And so it's important to go to his word. It's important to use his word, to internalize it, that's so good. y'all can have and live out his marriage. So let's, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 18, 21. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good, right? It says this, life and death lies in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. And they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris Standard Version says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Mm-hmm. So when it, you speak life, mm-hmm. whatever you say, Life words, mm-hmm. meaning words that edify, that build you up, that build up your marriage, or words that tear them down, speak death words, mm-hmm. words that when you when you use your words as weapons, when you weaponize your mm-hmm. words, those are death words. Either way, you're going to experience the results of that. Right. You have the fruit of whatever you say in marriage. So mm-hmm. what do we say all the time? Say what you want to see until, until you, you see, see what, what you, you said, said you saw. saw. All right. Because <laughs> speaking life in yeah. marriage is actually a having faith. Right. We talk about all the time. And here I want you to hear this. We always talk about the power or in marriage. We are talking about being faithful. You want somebody to be faithful to you. Mm-hmm. You married someone to be faithful to you. Right? If we got in marriage to be faithful, then why are we not using faith filled Words. That's good. That's good. Because if we're, we're going to be faithful, mm-hmm. then it's important to use faith-filled words when it comes to our marriage. That means, Very watch good. this, you can't always speak according to what you see mm-hmm. in your marriage. That's right. Because oftentimes what you see may not line up with what you see. That's you good. That's good. And this time I'm talking about your spiritual eye, your natural eye. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your natural eye may see things that your spiritual eye does not see. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of marriages are frustrated because my dream mm-hmm. for marriage. Sometimes the dream that I have for marriage or that spiritual life, because if God gave you the desire to have a marriage, he also gives you the dream too. Mm-hmm. He puts the desire in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yay, that dream and you marry. I mean, we talk about time. Even when people singing, the dream. <laughs> oh, this, what's that song everybody sing all the time in marriage? Uh, that's about- my dream. Oh, that's my dream. Jackson Five, and then we no, there you die. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was thinking. I needed a dream. Today. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about Jackson Five, a dream that you gave me. So, 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 marriage, the wedding ceremony is so dreamy. 
I mean, you might have doves flying around. Yeah. yeah. You know, you walk in slow. Because investing in the ceremony. Investing in the not ceremony. Not the marriage. Yeah. So because they're investing in the dream. Mm -hmm. And so my thing is, let's take that. If you're investing in the dream. That's good. Then let that be. That's why marriage is a holy sacrament. Right. A holy sacrament. When you, when you go to the altar, you get married at the, at the altar. That's a, a holy sacrament. An opportunity to express on earth what God is doing in heaven. That's like He's uniting us in heaven. And our ceremony says mm -hmm. we are expressing that on the earth. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, then we're supposed to keep that same energy, mm -hmm. which is the same faith throughout the marriage, mm -hmm. which means what I believe about my marriage is what I'm supposed to walk out that's and true. maybe not always what I see. So I got to speak life until I see, until I, I got to say it, until I see it. That's right. So you keep encouraging according to what you believe about your marriage and maybe not all the time what you naturally see mm -hmm. because they might not always line up, but they will and they can if you continue to speak those faith-filled words and have actions to that line up with them. So what about the, the couples that say, I hear all that, mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know how like, this is what I see with my natural eye. Yeah. I'm trying, but you know, I'm trying for five minutes. I'm trying for five days. I've been trying for five weeks. I've been trying for five years, 15. Like, I mean, at what point, you know, do I give? Like, I'm saying it, but I, I, I don't see it. It ain't lining up. Yeah. And my patience yeah. is running thin. I'm trying to be positive. Yeah. I'm trying to do this and that and the other, but it, it, my patience is running thin. Yeah. Like, yeah. so how do we, uh, I mean, I guess if we uh, could encourage, mm -hmm. you know, that person. I remember somebody told me, a long time ago, like, you know, somebody had to be patient with you. Yeah. And so if you yeah. really, really love yeah. Yeah. an individual and you believe that they are not their actions and they're not what they're doing and you know, now I'm going to use this term right here, um, stronghold. I'm going to use that term. But so what I mean by that is um, like a grip. Like, it's like, come on now, you're better than that. You're not doing this. Like, don't take advantage of people. Don't be manipulating people. You know what I mean? And so you got to just keep speaking, Yeah. you know, positive if you will is like again i hear that yeah i hear what you're saying yeah. but i'm tired i've been yeah. doing this yeah. and then you see three five years later that yeah. person actually look like what you've been praying for yeah. and yeah and, and and acting like but it's like it just doesn't work out for you well we got to come to terms and come to agreement with we do believe in the power of words yeah and you can't say you don't because it took you to say words at the altar mm -hmm, in that's order true. for you to be married that's like true. you couldn't like as much as y'all looked at each other in the eyes and you were so happy to see each other. Once the, the priest gave you those words, that you had to say true. those vows. You did not just look at each other when they told you to say, "Do you take your husband or your spouse to be a lawfully wedded husband and lawfully wife to have to hold?" You know, you didn't sit in hell, um, ritual poor or death to death. You didn't say. You didn't just look at each other when they asked you. That. That's right, 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 right. You know, you, you had, had to respond. Say, you had, you to, had respond. to respond. You had to say, I do or that I don't. That <laughs> you know, so either way. That is true. Because if you said, I do, the proof was, I now pronounce you husband and wife. Yeah. If you said, I don't, then we'd be ending this thing like, Whit like Whitley, you know, on Different World when they couldn't do it, when they couldn't get married. Come because Kadeem Harson got up in there and said, what do you, what yes, he, he, he stopped. I can't. Willie, really, I can't. He stopped. <laughs> and, and it's a, I'm sorry, Byron. Y'all didn't see it. <laughs> They had the fruit, they saw the fruit thereof. They could not respond, yeah, yeah, that's to what the preacher said. But they, they because somebody else came in with different words. What I'm trying to say, 
sometimes I believe that we're not having the marriage that we want to have because we're allowing other words to interrupt. Oh. We're allowing, wow. we're at the altar. You didn't let anybody interrupt. You didn't let nobody object. Mm -hmm. But now once you get married, there's so many objections now. Mm. We got to be careful about that. And so again, we have to be on this on agreement with what do we believe about words? And we have to say they matter because you couldn't get married if it wasn't for words. And so I want to submit to you the power of speaking life in a marriage is faith. Mm -hmm. Faith is the substance of things hoped Very for, good. the evidence of things not seen. I would challenge you if you don't believe in the power of speaking life throughout your marriage because you believed in it when it started, mm -hmm. but the same energy that it took because when you looked at that person at the altar, mm -hmm. you looked and you said everything you would do no matter what, mm -hmm. you know. And and again, I get it. You said I want to be here. Well, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm here. But you gotta be here in faith. Because right. I believe when you're not in the marriage in faith. If you're not in the marriage believing that we're going to have what God has for our marriage, mm -hmm. even if it might not be what I exactly want, because I got to line up with God, mm -hmm. not having God line up with me. Mm -hmm. If I That's truly good. believe that, then I am all in to the mission of our marriage. Mm -hmm. And so some might say, well, what's the mission? We don't have a mission. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Your mission is to represent Christ in the church. That's good. That's where it starts. Your mission in this marriage is to represent Christ in the church. Mm -hmm. and so for those who say, well, what do I do? It's going too long. I will say this. What if we, what if God was to us, what we are to him mm. when it comes to our relationship with him? We already know that wouldn't be good. The patience that it <laughs> takes and it took God, it takes and it took God right. to build, to bear with us, mm -hmm. to tarry with us, to mm -hmm. deal with us until we got it. That's right. We're supposed to be able to extend that same grace. grace yeah, that's right. No matter right. how long it takes. Why? Because faith is, Faith is the substance right. of things hoped for, meaning I hope for something that yeah. I don't currently have yet. Mm -hmm. But the, so the substance of that, while I'm waiting to get it, I'm filled up with the belief that I'm going to have it. Mm -hmm. So that's the faith. The faith is, oh, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. I know we don't have the marriage I want to have right now. There are things I'm believing for my husband or believing mm -hmm. I'm for my wife I don't mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. It's coming. I'm holding on to it. So the substance is I'm walking like I already got that's it. That's good. I'm talking Very like good. I already got it. That's it. And the evidence of things not seen is I'm living like I already got it. That's, that's right. the evidence. That's right. Because you're living like we're good. Your mm -hmm. spouse going to be tripping yeah. when they start seeing how you're responding because you're living like not the complaints you used to gave me last That's week. right. That's right. You are responding as if I am everything that you have been dreaming of. Mm -hmm. You treat me. You cooking for me. Yeah. Like I'm doing everything you said. Yeah. Because once after you heard this podcast, mm -hmm. your mission, your mindset, your approach is going mm -hmm. to change. That's good. Because now you're responding in faith and you're letting your actions mm -hmm. line up with your words instead of having your words say one thing and your actions show another. I love that. And so, do you know what? The beautiful thing about that is something you said earlier about the vows. And I've, I've said this before, and I'll say it again, because I had to learn this myself. When we stood at the altar and we met, I had a conversation with somebody mm -hmm. about vows. And I think they were going <clears throat> through a rough patch. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. They were going through a rough patch at that time. And so, you know how when you're going through something, you're looking for all the validation and all the reasons why you're right, you're good with your decision-making, you're good with everything. And so it was like, I ain't realized that the vows didn't come from God. Yeah. Like, I ain't realized that our vows didn't come from this. So when we said that, we, that wasn't God. And I'm like, no, you said, those, you made those vows. 
regardless of what you come with. But I heard somebody told me, and that thing opened my eyes. Like it was like it ain't in the scripture. Yeah. I said, what is in the scripture is it's better not to make a vow yeah. than to make a vow and yeah. break it. Yeah. So what you did at the altar was you made a commitment, and you know that it takes you to open up your mouth and say these things. But however, when life starts lifing, what do we do? We don't remember our vows because we don't want to remember our vows wow. because we're in a hurt space. So I don't remember uh, for richer. Yeah. No, all I hear, all I heard was richer, health, wealth, good. I didn't remember when I said I'm with you in the poor. I didn't remember the uh, sickness. I didn't remember because I'm mad now. And so I love that. And so even Hope is everything. Hope, hope, hope in marriage. Without hope in your marriage. Hope alive in your marriage. Got the key. Come on, come on, <laughs> yes. hope. I'm, I put that out there on, on hope. <laughs> you got to keep hope. I'm telling you because there's without no, hope. Because even the Bible without does. Hope, there's no hope. That without hope, is <laughs> no hope. Because I'm hope. At, yeah. it, I'm Okay, I'm saying keep hope alive. But really, you have to. Because if you hope for something then you will strive to obtain. You will strive to say those things. You will strive to do those things. But when you don't have hope, you're done. And so you'll say anything, you'll do anything. But here's the thing. That's why it takes a discipline in marriage. It takes self-control. Like we have to be in a position and in a place where we're like, okay, if I don't have nothing good to say right now, I ain't gonna say nothing at all. You know, because it does not benefit us to think that we're excused mm-hmm. to say certain things because we both mad. Yeah. So when we both mad, everything off the table, I say what I want to say, do what I want to do. No, we got to just be quiet, speak life. And I want to share this scripture right here in James three. It says, this is scary. This is a message Bible. It says, this is scary. You can tame a tiger, but you can't tame a tongue. Yeah. It's never been done. The tongue runs wild and wanton killer With our tongues, we bless God, our father. With the same tongues, we curse the very men and women he made in his image. Curses and blessings out of the same mouth. And then in the King James, it says this shouldn't be. And so it is important to literally like make your marriage a speak life marriage. What what does that mean? Set boundaries, set things in your marriage where you're like, okay, we're taking this off the table. In our quiet space, let's just say in the heat of an argument, we're not going below the belt. We're not doing that because it's hard to rise from something. If you've said something to me that I've shared to you in a vulnerable space and then you put that thing back up in my face again, I cannot trust that that's not your heart because it came out of you in the heat of an argument. You're not exempt and not excused to say it then. So just be positive. Watch what you say before you watch what you say. Yeah. And and that's really important. Exactly. You're going to you're going to have what you say. That's the fruit. When you watch what you say, you're going to have what you say, whatever it is. And so you got to be consistent and see words are powerful because words don't lie. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Here's what I mean by that. Words don't, words are not designed to come back void. They're supposed to accomplish. God says, my word will not come back void. It's going to accomplish what it's set out to do. Mm-hmm. So you got to be intentional about what you set your words out to do because mm-hmm. words are powerful. So you can't be speaking life and speaking words without intentionality. A lot of times we get in trouble speaking the wrong things because we didn't we, we said, I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean yeah, to say that. That's, that's important. You got to mean to say something. <laughs> yeah. Mean to say something. Please. So I, I do agree that sometimes we say things of that course. we don't mean because we are hurt and we are speaking from a hurt place. Yes, I believe that out of the abundance of the heart, the, the mouth, mouth speaks. speaks. I also believe that the heart can be deceitfully wicked. Word of God yeah. says, who shall know it? 
the heart sometimes can play tricks on you. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't like to follow my heart. I follow the word of God. I follow the pre- I follow his spirit. You got to be guided by his spirit. Got to be guided by his word. And lastly, that I want to deal with today, and I believe we're going to come back together. I want to come back and talk a little more about, about this. Mm-hmm. But also is love. Mm-hmm. We see our back love is in the air. We got to make sure that love is a substratum of the marriage. You got to make sure love controls. You got to make sure you remember that you love the person right. that you're speaking life to. Now, we may sound like we're speaking more on the side of speaking life so that you can be encouraged to do it when you don't when you're discouraged. But everyone's not discouraged in their marriage. No, of and, course not. But it's still vital to speak life in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Because if you had a good marriage, speaking life takes it to a great marriage. Mm-hmm. If you have a great marriage, speaking life makes it a greater marriage. You mm-hmm. gotta be encouraging. You gotta just don't just play it safe. Right. And just always say things that uh people or your spouse will agree to. Mm-hmm. No, you gotta speak life to lift them up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they may not agree with what is not known yet because mm-hmm. in your spouse, you have the ability to see things in them that they may not see in themselves. Mm-hmm. And so now this is for those who understand that there's a call on their spouse's lives. It's a call on their marriage. Then speak life it, level it up, speak life to another level. Again, you love your spouse. I have to, re- I have to remind you of that you are loved by your spouse and you love your spouse. That's mm-hmm. why you are in that marriage. We're wearing our shirts today because this is a, where, where it started for us. Right. This is where, cool? right here at Clapton, Clapton University. University. So you got to remember where you started. Right. Sometimes going back to that place reminds you mm-hmm. of the love you have for your spouse because you remember where it all began. That's good. So I want you to be encouraged today, y'all, to speak life. It's a faith-filled life. It's actually a yeah. permission to dream again. Right. When you speak life, you have permission to dream again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It keeps your marriage fresh. Yeah. It keeps it new mm-hmm. and it can keep your marriage out of trouble, y'all. That's right. It's Speak always life. good. It's always okay to go back to the basics. Yeah. It's always okay, yeah. y'all. Yeah. You hit the restart. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah, let's let's play it safe. Let's play, let's play life, Lord. Y'all. Let's play life. Let's be loving. Let's be encouraging. Yes. And let's speak life, y'all. We're here to speak life in your marriage. Speak life to your marriage and, and speak, speak life over, over your marriage. marriage. Let's, we're coming back with part two of speaking life, y'all. It's gonna be pretty exciting. Yes, y'all. Yes, Power Core Marriage the Podcast Episode Number to win. Six. Right. Number six. 